celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with their grooming questions. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Our pet travel expert, Susan Sins. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Stacy Cohn on news. And you, of course. Hopefully you have your animals around the radio. Bring them around if they're not around, because we actually have two different shows going on at two different levels, uh, two different frequencies. No, not really, but it sound, sounded good, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, Did I believe you, you. I was sitting here going, huh? What's he talking about? <laughs> Probably could have gone with that there. Uh, we do have Facebook, and we, uh, you know, all, all the time answering questions on this Facebook thingy that I didn't think this whole Internet thing would take off. Let me I tell you right now. I think it's right going to stick around now. Yeah. Some people asking questions on Facebook of the doctor, and you can do that. You could ask Joey Villani a question. You can ask uh, animal communicator Joey Turner a question over at, at facebook.com slash animal radio. Uh, this one came in. This came in regular email, I guess. Uh, your voice at animalradio.com. It writes, hi, dream team. I was curious about squirrels. Do they have a memory? We have them at work. We can feed them. Kind of remember where they go for food. But how do they remember faces? Or just know that the people are feeding them peanuts. Do they have mates? It seems like we have a lot of girls, perhaps a few boys. Thank you. Love the show. Sure, it's a very strange question. Georgia. Georgia, these are all very strange uh, squirrel questions. Things that I've never really pondered or wondered myself. Minds want to know. Who hasn't wondered? Man, I love squirrels. I, and, you know, I have to say, I grew up loving squirrels and I think they were some I never had pets when I was really young so I think it was one of the first critters that really got me interested in being a veterinarian so wow. I am right with this uh, this listener well, you know, do they have memories can they do they know where they left their nuts you know, absolutely. Um, you know, do they remember things the way we do? Uh, let's think about it. They do have a super sense of smell, and they have great spatial memory. So that means they know where they put things, and that's what their trick is. You know, they really put their uh, nuts, and they do what we call scatter hoarding. So they hide them in different places, go back days or even months later to find them. So they have good memory. Now, whether they recognize people, I don't know. Um, but they do have, again, great sense of smell. So they might remember certain people, and then certainly... You know, if there's a park bench that you frequent when you feed these guys, they're going to know that that's the food site to go to. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they're pretty smart. And, and I think she asked also, uh, do they like to have mates? Uh, I guess she's asking if they're monogamous. And absolutely not. Squirrels are hoes, man. Really? <laughs> yes. Both males and females, they do not selectively breed with one mate. Uh, they will get around. And in fact, after they do the deed, the men take off and they're off looking for more mates while uh, the females. Just like is- the two legged. Uh, yeah, just like them. Yeah. Yeah, true, true deadbeat dads there. <laughs> and they also attack. Hal doesn't believe me, but there are attack Well, yeah, squirrels. you once told me a story about uh, attack squirrels. They yeah. attacked you on a bike. What was that about? Yeah, I was riding a bike trail, and there was a wooded fence along there, and a squirrel, I saw him sitting there up ahead, and I was going downhill and moving pretty fast, and when I passed him, he leaped. And he jumped, oh and he, he jumped onto a moving bicycle. Yes, and he landed. I didn't. I had like I, no. I had tennis shoes on, so he he grabbed my. Did you ankle. have tennis shoes, or did you not have tennis no, shoes? No, I had Come tennis on. shoes. There's on. holes in the no, story. No, no, I had tennis shoes because he grabbed around my ankle, and I thought, Oh, did the God. squirrel have tennis shoes? I, I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh boy! But but he grabbed, and I couldn't shake him off while I was riding my bike because <gasps> oh, he was my. wrapped around my ankle. Okay. Holy mm. cow! Well, you know what? Squirrels don't make great pets. That's for sure. So we don't encourage that. But it sounds like you must. 
must have gotten a little close to this guy's resources or I don't know. Loved ones. He wanted a free ride or something. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to share your uh, squirrel attack stories, or <laughs> if you just want to connect with Doctor Debbie or groomer Joey Villani or animal communicator Joy Turner. Stacy, working on news. What are you working on? Well, with the recent earthquake in Japan, now is a good time to remind everybody how to prepare to evacuate if you have to with a pet. So we've got some tips in case of an emergency or disaster on simple things that you can do to make sure that your pet is safe. And no more body scanners at the airport. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, yeah. How about a mouse to do that job? Yeah. Out of Israel, we have bomb-sniffing mice. I'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay, we'll go to the phones next. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love Animal Radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts, Vladimir the world famous Russian dog wizard, pet travel expert Susan Sims, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. Joey, you're scribbling over there. Is that for your uh, your tips today? What are you working on? No, I'm just drawing here. Just drawing. I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know what? You're not keeping me amused like you normally do. I'm sorry so I'm about a little that. bored, so I'm drawing, I'm drawing some pictures. Step it up a bit, Hal. Doodling Stick over fingers. there? Doodling? Yes, a little doodling. I got a good tip today. Yeah. I got a good tip. Apparently, the fleas down in the southeast um, area, you know, the Florida area, the Georgia area, are they're running tough. rampant. Yes. Yeah, they're a different I'm, breed. I'm getting... A lot of calls because people have been, um, the front line and stuff is not working as much because they get used to it. Yeah. So what's happening is, is they're looking for alternative um, products without pesticides. So Ooh. we're going to talk about alternative free pest control, parasite control. Oh, you're going to want to get your notes out today. Joey Volani on the way. Stacy, what are you working on? Wow, what's this world coming to? Pigs are feasting on caviar in Russia. And then we've got the age-old question. Why did the chicken cross the road? Well, hmm. nobody knows in Phoenix, but there's about five of them that keep going through this neighborhood, and nobody knows what to do about it. We'll tell you more coming up on Animal Radio. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Welcome to the show, Linda. Oh, thank you. Hi, Linda. You are with Vladi. What is the great <laughs> state out of United States of America you are calling us from? Virginia. Northern Virginia, just outside of D.C. You know, I'm from California. You know, the California's attitude, we always say. What that Virginia is? Is it between uh, California and New York? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. No, we're we're on the right side of the planet. <laughs> okay. You guys okay. are on the left. <laughs> Linda, let's do a little bit of interrogation right now. I know you, have, you would like to ask me, but I would like to ask you too. So why don't we start um, question answer? If you could tell me just one question, how can I stop my dog from? And after I will ask you some questions. Being aggressive at a fence line. Okay. Do you have a mini? Do you have another dogs in your house? Yes, I do. Uh, I what dogs? dogs. Mm-hmm. How many dogs? We have three all together. Okay. What breeds and uh, sex? Two 
female German Shepherd, a male German Shepherd, and a female Golden Retriever. Oh, so you have a few Republicans and one one stupid left, <laughs> which is Democrat. <laughs> Not because he's Democrat, he's stupid. Just because he—that's what we call. I have right now in my home, boy, that dog is eating like a vacuum cleaner, and everybody can come in and just you know show the treats, and he's gone. But you know that you you're raising German shepherds. It's not going to happen with German shepherds. So uh, the dog who is showing the bad behavior, as, far as, as a matter of fact, you are in the best possible hands because I specialize in German shoppers and have my own and train them for Soviet intelligence service and uh, jumping from parachutes for Russian armies. So have a, prof- a Russia-China border patrol dogs. have a profound experience working with those pets. They are very special German shoppers. They are not for everyone. So German shoppers, it's a very um, nicely can confuse human kindness for weakness and once they sniff that weakness, they show the strength. They are very territorial. They are very loyal, but uh, would love to kill anyone who comes in. That's why must be socialized properly toward the humans and dogs in the right time when you're utilizing their critical stages of developing. In your situation right now, you have a one dog, and I am bet you have a whole pack chasing, uh, you know, chasing someone else who's barking on another side of the you know, uh, of, uh, of the fence or some people passing by, that calls freedom frustration uh, through, through the fence. So how to deal with this situation? There is direct and indirect approach. There is an easy and hard one. And you know me, Linda, if you are listening to Animal Radio, you know me. I am straightforward guy. I'm going to give you straightforward solutions, even though maybe for some people who are right now listening to us, it's like, wow, I mean, that's not political correct. I hate that stuff because I just tell the people what it is, how it is, and it normally works. So let's go quickly through your options. Your option number one, let's start from the hard way. Uh, you, you basically need to uh, redirect your dog attention in this situation, how you can do it. You can do a lot of things. Basically, the idea is to make your dog worry about you much more than worry about anything else beyond the fence. How can you do this? Well, in your situation, I think one of two approaches will work. Uh, number one, air horn. A shopper is very sensitive to the sound. I would use air horn, not for the Marines one, just a little one. I would push the button and scream at the dog at the same time when he shows any aggressiveness toward the fence. Uh, that would stop him quickly from on the track. And when he comes to me, I would give him some treats or, you know, love. And if he does it again, I will do it even more intensively again. It normally takes four or five times if your dog will react to this method. Another method is you probably heard about stupid shaking can, which you're shaking the can. And, you know, it's normal. It never works because the dog is this but in our application, it really works. If you will toss that can, of course you should have it very light because it, it should uh, bouncing back and touch the dog uh, sidewise by the shoulders, fro- like bouncing from the ground. That's why we put five, six pennies inside of the can, not the landscaping stones, not the, the beans, not the marble chips. And the key is use doggy language. Uh, you know, Cesar Milan touching the dogs with the fingers. Yes, he said, psh, 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 psh. 
I know what he got that, but uh, he is driving in the right direction, just in the wrong car. You have to touch it, but you have to touch it intelligently because you're not going to chase the dog around and try to touch it with the hands. They are much faster than you do. That's why you, uh, flying can is good. It's it's a very uh, widely used approach in Europe called behavior interrupt approach based on the object flying through the air. Not chairs or, or tables or something can hurt the dog, but can startle your dog into the attention. In other words, make the, like you say in America, cut to the chase, scream, ah! Invade personal space, move forward, toss it, next, make sure it's next to him, so it's bouncing back on him. That can startle him in, into the attention pretty quick. That will possibly work too. Now, if those two methods will not work for you, I hate to tell you, but uh, you know, why? Because you may be uh, misled and uh, don't understand as many people do, but hopefully you don't, because proper using electronic colors in the situation like this would really resolve your issue. And if you go to this round, the electronic color which you should use would be Doctra, D-O-G-T-R-A, 1,900 gold. That the model would be. You push a few times button, probably will stop it forever. That type of a behavior. Spray devices like uh, works for some dogs. It's not going to work for German shopper. But remember, these things which I just described for you, it's just giving the aspirin for the headache. You want to address the cause of the problem. Dog needs to have some job to do and not policing your property. I would put the color and leash on the dog. Of course, Herm Springer, German pinch color and put the dog on the leash and take the dog outside and walking it through your backyard and doing a lot of exercises, especially in the presence of another dog or another people. If, if whatever setting the dog to being bad, if it's neighbor or dog, I'm going to call neighbor and say, hey, what, why don't you let the dog go? The dog will go, you put the leash on, uh, you, you previously put the leash and color on the dog, he just look at the dog, you snap the leash and after redirect him to the doing something for you. Sit, stay, calm down, especially sit, stay and down, stay, which is control exercise. That would be indirect approach to the situation. Normally, that approach and the one which I described for you before is the great combination. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton Hospitality Program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego. Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. 
Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. You're listening to Bannable Radio. Okay, I don't know. I don't know why we have to do this again. It, it seems like I have to keep announcing this, but uh, Radio SPP is the promotional code for Senior Pet Products. Write that down right now so you don't have to call and ask what that is. That'll, of course, get you 25% off their entire stock at SeniorPetProducts.com. And, of course, I mentioned this over and over. It's kind of a deceiving name. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing themselves a disservice with the name, <laughs> to be honest with you, because it's not just senior products. There's uh, products for young animals. There's also a lot of resources there and data to help your animal live a youthful, young life, their whole life. Mm-hmm. And it should be just young pet products, because they keep <laughs> your pets young is what they do. But it's senior pet products. When you get there to the website, put in Radio SPP to get 25% off everything there. Have you seen that website yet? Yes. Yeah, but by the way, uh, pets' anti-aging industry is really uh, on the rise. Sure. A lot of products, yeah. You, you know, p- people put their pets' priorities priorities in their life and uh, taking care of them prior to taking care of themselves. So, you know, myself, I'm using a lot of anti-aging products, not just for myself, but also for my pet, for Mika. I would like her to be around me for many, many years to come. What kind and of products pet- do you use? Do you use supplements? Yes, I'm using joint supplements. I use uh, uh, L-carnosine, which is very important amino acids, which is uh, keeping. Um, it's uh, Russians did a recently a huge research in Moscow. It's published. Uh, you know, Russians right now um, really enjoying the time where there is no bureaucracy. When they come up with something, uh, literally next month uh, they are producing. It's not like it was back in the Soviet Union. So, uh, so people can locate it L. Carnazine, uh, regenerating amino acid um, for humans and dogs. And Mika and I, we both on that product. Oh, so, good. Now, how, old is, how old is Mika now? <laughs> you know, Mika is a celebrity dog. And uh, in our celebrity circles, it's not nice to ask how old <laughs> she is. I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I mean, the first time, first time I asked uh, that question uh, from the friend of mine. You know how I learned it? friend of mine, Wendy, she's the editor of um, uh, Animal Fair magazine. Uh-huh. And I asked how old is the lucky is. Uh, it's just my wife asked her. And the Wendy looked at her, and we understood we better <laughs> not ask anymore. So now I'm not telling anyone about my Mika's age or my age. Okay, <laughs> so have you had Mika since she was a puppy? Yes, okay. yes. Uh, How many years now? hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're like a KGB, you know? I told you I'm not oh, I thought, I, thought I'd you. slip you up but there. It's, a, it's a hilarious. I picked her. I mean, I got her from... Um, the reason I got her, I would rescue myself so many shoppers. But interesting enough, in Michigan, we don't have a rescue. German shopper rescue, like of Orange County, like we have here, one or Coastal German shopper rescue. I was very amazed uh, that, uh, you know, German 
shoppers, which is considered ultimate pets, and uh, so many have no houses. In Michigan, we don't have those organizations. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, I had my own, my first dog in, in America by name, Alki. She was like a human in the uh, in the dog's clothes. And Mika is just <laughs> a great dog. That dog was like a human. Was that also so, a German Shepherd? Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a really good dog, and uh, I just wanted to get some puppy from her. And uh, that dog was a, um, a mother for a litter dog for the blind people in, in Michigan. Um, was producing puppies for litter dog for the blind people. Um, so, you know, I wanted to get the puppy. They did not give it to me. Even congressmen, local congressmen asked for me. They still did not. Rochester School of the Blind, uh, Rochester School of the Blind People in Michigan, they did not give Larry puppy from Alki. So I found a way to find, uh, I located uh, Alki's aunt. So my Mika has something to do. At least 50% she is, has Alki's blood. So that's why she, for me it's so special. Wow. She is. Okay. Well, if you want to talk to Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, why don't you give us a holler right now? It is toll-free, free to you, one 405 You won't have to wait three months to talk to Vladi <laughs> right now. By the way, if you would like to get the shot of vodka, you can knock on my door too, hell. I mean, you don't need to wait for three months to meet me as well. <laughs> <laughs> and let's take one for Dr. Debbie. We have Jan on the phone. Hi, Jan. How are you? Hi. Okay. What's going on? Well, I have a little one. She's a four-pound chihuahua. Oh, very little then. (laughs) Pardon me? I said very little at four pounds. Yeah, and I rescued her five years ago. She's nine years old. And she's very difficult to feed. When I think I've hit it on the, the nail on the head, I'm so happy. I found something she really loves. Uh, Two days later, she's not interested. Okay. I found something, um, I, I tried the little pebbles, I call them, the little um, dry food, mm-hmm. and uh, I buy the holistic, I'm very holistic, I don't give her any injections, no medications, and um, she'll eat it for a day or two. I, I've tried everything. My latest thing is the all-natural freeze-dried dog treats made out of real beef and with, um, what has it got, berries and flaxseed. All right, so so what's going on here with this appetite? Are you concerned about her? You know, yesterday I I got something new. It was a little, these little dinners. Okay. Uh, So tell me, does she have any problems? Yesterday she ate like there was no tomorrow. Today she ate it all. And um, when you put down the food, what does she do? She smells it for a half hour. Okay. She smells and it. It's ice cold. She never eats a warm meal. Okay. And um, what do you do when she doesn't eat? Do you, do you encourage her? Uh, well, I you... put a little something in it. I'll, I'll ah. add, I'll take this treat and I'll crumble a little of that. Or I'll take garlic and just put like a smidgen of a little garlic powder on it. And I have uh, other things. <laughs> I try everything. 
Uh, you know what? You're you're hitting upon the main problem here, and in the effort for these little ones, because we always are kind of concerned, especially when we have a toy breed and they're young, we want them to eat regularly so they don't have problems with low blood sugar. They just don't have the same nutrition re- uh, stores in their body that you know, say, a larger breed does. So, in many cases. We humans, and we got to look in the mirror on this one, we create the picky eaters. This is generally not something that just kind of appears. This is a human-driven behavior in many cases. And in most situations, I can say that it's a situation where someone's tried everything under the sky, soft food, canned food, home-cooked, prepared diets, and the pet won't eat. Well, a lot of it really comes down to how we introduce food and how we encourage our pets to eat. So for picky eaters, there's a couple things I'll look at first. Number one, I'm going to look at the pet, and I'm going to ask for a, a complete physical exam, especially a dental exam, because there are pets that will not eat reliably with dental pain. They won't cry about it, and they may not complain, but they just may not thrive and be healthy eaters. And being a chihui hui, um, we always want to look in their mouth because they can get advanced periodontal disease at two to three years of age. So it's not uncommon. So that would definitely be suspect for me. Um, the other reality is that a lot of times when I hear a client come into my office and say, oh, he won't eat a darn thing. Um, he's such a picky eater. I really look at the pet's body condition. If we're a little bit portly, we're not truly a picky eater in the true sense of the word. We're a selective eater, and we're training the humans in the household how we would like this whole meal process to be dealt with. So number one, I would say, is we need to look at coddling behavior. Um, how do we feed our pets? You know, do we put the food down, and do we dress it, and when do we baby talk, and do we say, oh, come out here, and we hand feed our pets? We've created... A whole dream for our pets in this scenario. Guilty. Yes. Well, in some dogs, it may not be a problem. But for the right pet, and they're the smart ones usually, this becomes kind of the show, and they enjoy it. And it is part of what they have trained us to do. So we have to recognize it's not always about the appetite. It's about, well, I just want more of a show, Mom. I want you to cook. I want you to put this down. I want you to hand feed me. I want you to baby talk me. And they're really kind of getting their way, if you will. So that is, uh, we have to look at that as how this contributes to this behavior. And then also, too much choice, too much variety. Anyone who has a toddler says, do you give them five different foods and say, which do you want? You tell them, this is what we're going to have, and this is what I'm offering. So you have to kind of keep it reasonable. When you start pulling everything off the shelf and out of the refrigerator, you're just adding to more confusion for our pets because they're thinking, oh, I kind of like that beef prime rib the other day. Maybe that'll come out of the the cabinet today. (laughs) So we really need to watch that. And for me, preventative maintenance, little dogs, when you first get these puppies, hold off on that canned food. Do not put it out on the plate. Because I think in many cases we are introducing canned food as something to get our pets to eat when they're very young or very small. We think they have to have it. They don't. We can use dry food and kind of macerate it or make it mushy for them. Uh, so I always kind of say, oh, just don't pull out that canned food. You're going to regret it. Um, and if we can keep them on a stable dog food, I feel much more comfortable. So it's best to set meal feedings at least twice a day, set the food down, and it goes away. Leaving food out for the pet to freely choose does not really stimulate them to understand this is mealtime and that's when we eat. Then we have to cut out the junk food and the treats. They do not replace a meal. So we want to make sure we kind of take those away. And then we want to increase activity. 
burn calories, you want to eat more. Same thing for our pets. Get out walking these pets. Get them playing ball. Getting them into a, some kind of physical activity. Frisbee, if a big dog, dog, maybe not so much for a little chihuahua. And then finally, got to experiment. Try different surfaces to feed on, different bowls, no bowls. Try to drop the food from the level of a table. And then really just try to avoid distractions. Sometimes dogs don't do well when there's a lot of other people or pets around. Some do better and eat better. Find out what works for your pet. And and that's really kind of how we work through some of these picky, picky eaters. And Boy, I thought you were talking to Hal there about Ladybug. You nailed <laughs> it on the head. Exactly. Lots of questions on the phones at one 405 8405 about Kipton's ultimate hospitality getaway. This is all because you sent in your picture, your picture of your cute little puppy or your kitty or your iguana, whatever it is. And it happens to be picked by the Animal Radio judges for this ultimate hospitality giveaway. Uh, now, it's a two-night stay at Kimpton. There's a bunch of little prizes, but the grand prize, two-night stay at Kimpton Hotels, plus two round-trip tickets on JetBlue, a $500 credit for the photogenic pet, of course. Uh, and it, no, you cannot enter. I I'm know. sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry, Ladybug. A uh, $100 Kimpton restaurant coupon, an in-room spa treatment. Think about that. Ooh, I- I'm there, man. I know. <laughs> the ladies perked up. And an Amelia Collection Carrier by Sherpa Pet Carrier. This is the uh, grand prize. Now, there's other smaller prizes. Every two weeks, we're going to be picking a winner, too. So you want to head on over to the website, uh, either to Kimpton's website or to AnimalRadio.com and select the Enter the Pet Photo Contest link over there. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Kimpton. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. With a recent earthquake in Japan, now's a good time to remind everybody how to prepare to evacuate if you have to with a pet. So let's say that you have to evacuate your home in a crisis. You'll want to plan for the worst case scenario. If you think you're going to be gone for only a day, assume you may not be allowed to return for several weeks. When recommendations for evacuation have been announced, follow the instructions of local and state officials. To minimize evacuation time, you'll want to take these simple steps. Store an emergency kit and leashes as close to an exit as possible. Make sure that all your pets wear collars and tags with up-to-date identification. Your pet's ID tag should contain their name, your phone number, and any urgent medical needs. And be sure to write your pet's name and your name and contact info on your pet's carrier. The ASPCA recommends microchipping your pet as a more permanent form of identification. They just implant that little chip in your animal's shoulder and then it can be read by a scanner at just about every animal shelter. Always bring your pet inside at the first sign of warning of a storm or disaster. Pets become disoriented and then they wander away from home during a crisis. Consider your evacuation route. Call ahead to make arrangements for boarding your pet outside of the danger zone at the first sign of a disaster. Well, this is something that really takes a cheese. Literally, they do. Trained sniffer mice. They may complement airport security detectors someday, as an Israeli company has created bomb-detecting units based on rodents' unique sense of smell. The founder of BioExplorers, it's a startup company. It's based in an Israeli town. They claim that trained mice can be better at revealing drug traffickers or even terrorists that carry explosives than full-body scanners and other airport systems. Rodents are just simply trained to fear certain scents. 
It's as if they're smelling a cat, and then they say, escape, we got to get out of here. takes about 10 days to train a mouse to start avoiding the first component, and even less than that for other scents. The author of the project points out that rodents, unlike dogs, which are often trained for explosive and drug detection, don't require constant interaction with their trainers or treats to keep motivated. However, there are some drawbacks that could prevent the widespread use of the system. For instance, rodent cages need regular cleaning, and new mice would have to be trained all the time because of their short working life but they're cheap little piece of cheese and you're done so if you're listening to this radio show you aren't going to think this is odd you'll probably think it's normal americans will do just about anything when it comes to their pets 44 percent of pet owners buy souvenirs for their animals while they're on vacation and if you think that's extravagant almost 10 million dogs each year have a birthday celebration thrown for them by their owners well duh I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. to connect with any one of the Dream Team. We welcome Kevin Behan to the show, who is a veteran dog trainer, one of the nation's foremost dog trainer leaders in uh, rehabilitation. Kevin, welcome. Hi, well, thank you for having me. I understand your, uh, your father, who is also a veteran trainer, has a different technique than you do. Right. Well, my father was a pioneer in his era, and he was the first one to apply the concept that dogs being descended from wolves were organized socially like wolves and so-called dominance hierarchy. So I grew up in that model, and it was cutting edge for its day, but I started to see problems with it, and then I eventually changed away from it. But uh, And it's kind of surprising to me that that model just seems to get stronger and stronger really? as the decades go by. It is amazing how that happens. Your uh, technique a little different. First of all, your book is called Your Dog is Your Mirror. And that really, to me, says oh, it all. It's a great title. It, uh, oh, good. You, you talk about how your uh, dog really is feeling your emotions. They're really in touch with how you're feeling. Yeah, and that's what, you know, just to follow through on the wolf example, what I ultimately realized through my work with obedience training and protection and police training was this idea of emotional projection that they project their essence, their self, into what they're attracted to and then feel what the object of their attraction is feeling. So when we look at wolves, we see that they hunt a prey that's bigger than they physically can overpower. Mm-hmm. They can only prey on the ones that are feeling vulnerable, so they have to pick up that feeling. And then my proposition is that domestication amplified that ever more because the interest of the early man with dogs was hunting more than it was companionship or right. protection or service. So I think we misread the evidence. So I do believe we misread the evidence. And we concentrated on this this stress abatement life of the pack as the source of cooperation when it really isn't. 
It's really how they work as a team. They feel what the prey is feeling, and then they all align around that common feeling, and that's how they work cooperatively. And I believe this is what's going on between dog and owner, is the dog studies the owner and picks up the feelings and then aligns around that. But don't you feel that every team should have a leader? Uh, I'd like to. Every team should want to win, and mm-hmm. they align around that feeling. They, I, there actually isn't a leader because if we watch a team, a really effective team, well, there's a familiar cast of stars, but every so mm-hmm. often a role person takes over and they want the ball and they demand the ball, and, you, and, and a really good athlete learns to give the hot hand the ball. Mm-hmm. So there is actually no leader. That's that's really not true. But there is this will, this organizing principle. And the one we call the leader is the one who's most tuned into that. So mm-hmm. for that moment, he looks like the leader. Mm-hmm. But then we can see it can flip in a minute. And oh. someone else. So if we look at the pack, if the prey were to go left and the alpha were to go right, which way would the pack go? <laughs> I say left. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really the organizing principle. Who wants to pray the most? I'm following you. You got the good idea. I'm with you. Uh-huh. And that's actually how it works. You've applied this this whole thing to uh, your new model and training. Can you really know what's going on in the mind of a dog? I mean, really? I will go so far as to say you can, because emotion, in my view, is a universal uh, medium, a universal energy. So if we were to parse apart emotion... From our human rational self, that's what we have in common with dogs. And uh, if we look at them without reading thoughts into what they're doing, we'll actually see our own feelings playing out. You can actually find a correlation. So what I ask people to do is find some little oddity of their dog's behavior that strikes them as just a quirk of its personality, uh-huh. and then see if you can find a correlation in your own behavior or manner our personality, and it'll hit you like a ton of bricks. Oh, you really got me thinking now. Well, you okay, think about Ladybug, uh, I mean, it's as simple as uh, her wanting a walk, and she comes to you, you think she's willing you for a walk, but the fact of the matter is, is you probably already set off some cues that uh, you're going to go out I'd for like a walk. I'd like to get out and exercise and get a walk. It, it, yeah, or, or you could be feeling uh, low, and but a walk always buoys you, and they can sure. feel that release if they could will you to the door. Wow. Uh, one, one woman was apprenticing with me, and she, she lives in her cottage next door to my house. She started noticing that her dogs were getting up from the kitchen table in the cottage and going upstairs to where the bedroom was. And she thought that was odd, and then uh-huh. I pointed out to her that the dogs were picking up her feeling to go to bed well before she did anything. She was just reading a book every evening, and the dogs could feel the shift in her before she could feel a shift. And I have one graphic example in my book where I was training a police dog, and I was going to make a move at some point during the exercise and had to surprise the handler. I didn't know when it was, uh-huh. but we had videotaped it, and the dog picked up when I was going to go one split second in a frame before I actually did move, and it wasn't possible for me to have seen him move and then react, because it was like a 500th of a second. Mm. Well, you know, there's, there's been cases where I've been playing with my dog, and I know I had to leave to a, go to an appointment, and I think in my head, oh, I only got another minute, and I've got to leave. My dog will just stop playing with me, walk down the hallway, and just go to her bed. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like I didn't yeah, say yeah. I was leaving yet. Exactly, but you were feeling it. Yeah, disappointed. You know, they've done a lot of brain research that's very intriguing these days. Uh, they can study a portion of the brain, 
and it gets activated and it predicts a decision has been made, and yet the person doesn't report being aware of any decision, but sure enough, and a certain lag time later he makes that decision. Now, I believe that center is reporting on an internal emotional state, and that determines whether or not we're going to do something. But it happens before we're actually consciously aware of it. We're with Kevin Behan. The book is called Your Dog is Your Mirror, and it's a great best-selling book. But I'll have a few copies to give away in just a few minutes. What do dogs want? Now, listen, everybody. This is uh, this could be pretty basic, could be pretty complex, but we're going to get the answer right now. What is it that dogs want? Well, they want to resolve their owner's charge. So they live with the owner. They live in this group. What bothers the owner bothers them. And the more, the more profoundly it bothers them, the more they want to ground it, to see it move to, to uh, culmination. And this, by the way, is why dogs will attune to uh, someone's going to have an epileptic seizure. Mm-hmm. They feel this energy is going to move violently. It's something that really disturbs their owner, and they want to calm it. So that's what they tune into. They're group animals. They have to know what's really motivating the group. So, for example, if a bunch of wolves are together and one of them spots the prey, well, they all align around that. That's what really moves him, and so they all pick up on that and want to align with that. And then, um, so this is what's going on with with dog and owner. They're picking up what really disturbs us, upsets us, or makes us feel whole, and that's what they attune to. The book is called Your Dog is Your Mirror. The author, Kevin Behan. I have 10 copies to give away at 1-866-405-8405. If you don't get through, it's on the New World Library label. You can uh, ask for it at your bookstore, Borders, Barnes & Noble. You can order it online at Amazon. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Very interesting stuff. I hope we can talk again soon. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. 
Pick up your phone now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your ADT dealer, at 1-877-526-1133. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-877-526-1133. installation charge. 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now 1-877-526-1133. That's 1-877-526-1133. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. And I, I'm, I'm begging you, stay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll, play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. Cindy, welcome to Animal Radio. Thank you. I have animal communicator Joy Turner right here. What's on your mind? Hi, Joy. Hi. Um, I've just got, I, I rescue animals and what have you, but I've got a, a few that I've had for a lot of years, and, and there's one that is the love of my life, and her name is Nikki. And I just really want to check with her and make sure that everything is okay with her. She's getting up there in age. I'm figuring she's around 14 years old, and... Uh, I just want her to be happy, and ha- she seems awfully healthy and, and awfully well. She doesn't seem old at all. She says she doesn't feel old. She really only has one thing that she questions about, so she needs kind of a definitive answer, she says, and that is she knows that you bring in dogs and then you take them to other people yes. to take uh-huh. care of them, and she says, is she ever going to go somewhere else or is she staying with you? No, we tried that with her when I very first got her, and she came back to so I thought that she was meant to be with me. Okay, she said, well, she thinks so, too, but in her mind, or at least she doesn't remember you ever saying, okay, Nikki, you're my dog forever now. Oh, yeah, she is forever. She's been with me many, many years. So, And all this time, she's been wondering if she's staying. Tell her I'm sorry that I, I thought she knew she was the love of my life. She said, well, she does, but that you didn't tell her that she was your dog. <laughs> and she's that, fine. that's what she needed to hear, that she's your dog forever. I'll tell her that. And then you, you, you too, please. I will. And, you know, sometimes it's just that they have to hear something in the way they're going to best understand it. Uh-huh. And it's not always the same way, so it's hard to sometimes know exactly how to say something to someone. Yes, that's true. I just thought she knew. Well, um, she knew you loved her. Yeah. And she knew she was your dog in her heart and in your heart, she just didn't realize that physically she was going to get to stay with you forever. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, she needs to know that for sure. I don't know how much longer she's got with me, but I hope it's a long time. She says, well, she's well, so she'll stay as long as she can because she's really, really, really loving life with you. Oh, good. She is, she is my love. And then I have uh, another... Um, uh, chocolate lab that his name is Jake and he's been kind of ill but he's getting up there in, in age too but I've got him on some medicine and stuff and, and want to know connect with him see if he's okay and he's with me forever also he says well actually he he does know that so that was not a question to him Good. 
and he says the medicine is making him feel better. He doesn't feel great yet, but it is making him feel better. Okay. Okay, good. Cindy, I hope that answers a few questions for you there. It does so very much. Thank you for your call. 1-866-405-8405 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Now, don't forget, you can get in touch with Joy Turner through her website at joyturner.com and, of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Diamond and Lucky Diamond, my dog, on Greatest American Dog, and you are listening to Animal Radio. Don't forget, spay and neuter your pets. From that day on, I'm ready to bow. I'll be there when you want it, some way, some time. And Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. Traveling to Denver? Take your pet along and stay at Hotel Monaco, where pets are treated like royalty by booking the package. It's raining cats and dogs. That's the package name. <laughs> How Get cute. it? Hotel Monaco Denver is just one of over 50 Kimpton Hotels that are 100% pet friendly. Find out more about Kimpton Hotels' hospitality program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON. K-I-M-P-T-O-N. Hi, Dolores. How are you? Fine, thank you. Well, then, how are your animals doing? Well, um, I was considering adopting two at the Humane Society, two cats, and they're about a year and a half old. And I'm very nervous about it. I haven't had a cat for a long time. I did have one, passed away. He was about 20 years old. Wow. Uh, but um, wow. I took care of him when, he, when I first got him, when he was a baby, just left on the doorstep, and then um, later on, in about 10 years old, my sister uh, took care of him, and he really learned to love her, and so uh, since I was traveling a lot, I left him with her, and then he just passed away when I was traveling. Mm. But this is the first time (laughs) since then that I've thought of adopting uh, two cats. I've become really fond of them because I'm a volunteer at the Humane Society. Oh well, fabulous. So, tell me, what's your hesitation? You you said you're you're well, nervous, I'm nervous about, it about it? well, I'm nervous about the uh, confinement. The confinement. Uh, uh, let's see, how can I put that? Well, I'm single. Uh, I have no children, and uh, I come and go as I choose. And when I had Coco, he was very young. I mean, I was younger, much younger, and I, I get a little nervous now because um, of just the confinement of it all, I, the responsibility of it all, and I really okay. become attached to these two little uh, cats and their uh-huh. brothers, and uh, they won't adopt separately, but I wouldn't want them separately after I thought about it. I would, well, sure. wouldn't want to separate them. So I guess my my question for you would be as far as, you know, if if you're worried about kind of being tied down or, you know, having the responsibility, is is that kind of what it is? Yes, it's nervousness. Okay. I have no one to talk to about it that I know. The doc is in, so hey. <laughs> so basically what I would, you know, kind of think about and put into your mind to think about would be, you know, what what kind of absences are you going to have? Are you, if you would like to travel on weekends and get away for a short weekend and kind of do what you want, having two cats that are 
kind of already bonded together, that is a great situation because they have each other for company. And for short periods of time, cats can do wonderful without having that human kind of in the home and always present. Different than a dog because you can't leave your dog for three days inside the house unattended. So that, that actually would be an, a very good situation. So if you're looking at, you know, maybe longer spans of time, that might need to be something where you can consider, you know, some uh, cat care or somebody to come in as a pet sitter to help for longer stints. But, you know, for smaller... Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, for smaller bouts of time, I, you know, I, I personally wouldn't have any hesitation about that because cats are, you know, somewhat independent. Um, they love their humans, but, um, you know, for a couple days, you know, I don't see any problem with, um, you know, feeling guilty or worrying that you, you can't enjoy your life as you know it now. Well, they are part, would be apartment uh, cats. Uh, uh, the other cat I had years ago uh, was indoor, outdoor. I would let him out in the daytime, but at nighttime I would I would always bring him in, always bring okay. him in. And um, but I would not let these cats out here where I'm at now. It just I just wouldn't do it. Uh, well, indoor cats going to live a longer life, you know. Coyotes, that. yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Now, in the one thing that you would maybe consider, and and how we can make an indoor cat's life more fulfilling is to add enrichment to the environment. So we really want to look for vertical perches for them. You know, the reason we love the cat trees and cats love them is because they know that they enjoy going up at a higher zone and they can get a lookout. Um, so that is a very good social thing for them. So if you can provide that either in a cat tree or different uh, rests by windows, things like that. That is a great enrichment for kitties, as well as, you know, all the other little fun things that they like, uh, the different toys, uh, the different uh, scratching posts, and so forth. So, um, you know, you can add a lot to an indoor environment, and I know, Hal, you, you and Judy, we have the uh, outdoor kind of the cat... Uh, the, the cat, cat aquarium, but it's yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you can add even things like that to windows that can help kind of give them more enrichment. So. What do you call that again? Cat- a cattery, like putting up a fence outside where your cats can stay in and be safe, but still go outside and get fresh air and uh, maybe oh. even some grass. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Dolores. Uh, if you do go ahead and get them, please send pictures. We love to see new pictures of our, our growing family of furry critters. Do you have your address on the, on the, uh, on the internet? Yes, we do. It's uh, First, anyone can send something to us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. And then, of course, all of our individual addresses are over at the website at animalradio.com. Dolores, thank you so much for calling today. Good luck. Thank you. Bye bye now. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Good day, everyone. It's Vinnie Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. I'd like to tackle two uh, two old sayings, age old sayings. I'd like to see vanquished. As the animal lover that I am, as the party animal that I am. The first is the saying, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Well, why would you? That's insane. What gratification is there in that? If anything, you should uh, perhaps uh, bow your head and take a moment of silence for this fallen animal, one of God's creatures. Why would you? Where does the thought... Pro- Who's the guy who came up with, ah, that's like beating a dead horse. Why, have you done that? Is that something you've done? And and it was gratifying in some capacity? I don't even understand the sentiment behind that saying. Was it on a racetrack? Were, were you yelling at the owner? I told you he would lose! 
Dang it, I told you he was losing. See, now I'm beating a dead horse. Who came up with this saying? What, what, that is one saying I want vanquished. Vanquished. Another one I, I would like vanquished along the same lines is, uh, yeah, I'd like to kill two birds with one stone. Well, why kill any birds? Not only do I think it's completely impossible to kill two birds with one stone. I mean, that, that's, that's a hell of a stone. You have a hell of a slingshot. And that's a hell of a, uh, uh, emaciated first bird. But who, again, to, to, to ask a question, who came up with that one? You know what I'd like to do today is kill two birds with one stone. You know what I mean? Get two things done at the same time. You know, I'd like to get two things done at the same time. Works just as well. Vinny Pet, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your whole dream team is here, answering your questions. Dr. Debbie with your vet med- medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Joey Turner with your animal communication questions. And Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog issues. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Moments away from another Dodge Journey pet destination. Is there a place you like to take your pet? Somewhere special? Call us. Tell us where it is, and we'll actually give you prizes in return for sharing where your favorite place is. And we'll also put it on a list. We have this huge list over at the website at AnimalRadio.com of all these Dodge Journey pet destinations. Everybody across the country, and i got to say mostly the West Coast. I know. What's wrong so with the, the East Coast? Coast? Come on, people. They're holding back. You know what? But it must be the snow and the weather. Maybe That's they're it. just everyone's hunkering That's down. It. That's it. We're going to gloat. we got the great weather. Yes. Well, if you have a place that even when the weather turns sunny that you like to take your pet, let us know. one 405 8405 for the Dodge Journey Pet Destination this week. We're going to head to the phones next. It's toll-free. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Springdale, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Hmm. Where Not is that? far from my own hunting grounds. We are 15 minutes from um, Hinesfield, the home of the Steelers. So we're very close to Pittsburgh. Okay. Now I know where. Well, you're yeah. on with animal communicator Joy Turner. How can she help you? Well, we had to put our 11-year-old dog down January 11th, and it was very difficult for us. We have an elderly cat, and about a week after we put our Nico down, we called the vet, and we asked if she thought of us getting a new puppy, and she thought for both the elderly cat and us that would be a good idea. Um, my puppy is not aggressive at all. His name is Dweezil, um, with the cat Tonkin, but Tonkin takes every opportunity that she can to smack the dog. And I would really like to know what Tonkin is thinking and what I can do to make it better. Okay, well, she was so ready to talk to you about this. She said, first of all, oh, she gave me this huge, gigantic sigh. She says, you know, when they're babies, you have to really entrench it firmly into their minds that you are king. She goes, well, in her case, queen, but unless you she firmly... Queen. Yeah, and she says, unless you firmly entrench it in their minds when they're babies, they may revert back, and then you would not be a happy cat when they got to be older. So she is firmly, firmly entrenching this in this dog's mind, she says. Oh. So is she mad at me for bringing an animal in... 
um, so soon after her buddy Nico died. She says, well, not not really. Um, she would have preferred to wait a while, she said, but she also sees the benefit in bringing someone in soon because it kind of fills up the energy space, and that really does feel better to her. She said it isn't that she's mad at this puppy, and she won't call the puppy by its name. Um, she says she's just really wanting to make sure that she only has to do this one time and then she never has to repeat it again. <laughs> that makes sense because he has to give her a little smack after she's beat the crap out of him. But um, they, they don't go after each other, but when they're in close proximity, she is the aggressor. Yeah, and, and says she would never hurt him. She would not actually attack him. But mm-hmm. her, her thing with him is that he whaps her back, and that shows disrespect. Oh. In her thought of things. If, if he were being respectful, she could beat him up, and uh-huh. he would just go, oh, sorry about that. And back off. Yes. So she's just keeping her princess um, crown on her head in our house, and she wants to make sure Dweezil was aware of that. Absolutely. She wants to be sure that basically once he gets older, he's not attacking her. Okay, I appreciate that so much because it's been bothering me. I don't want to ever hurt my cat, you know, by doing anything, you know, and, well, you know, animal people, how we are. Absolutely. (laughs) Totally know that. Well, thank you so very much. Thanks, Lisa, for your call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team right now. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Villani. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Pet travel expert Susan Sims. And Vladi the world famous Russian dog Wizard. All toll free as we celebrate our connection with our pets. Bring your pets around the radio. They like the show too. At least they'll get a good nap out of it. I know that's what Ladybug did. Gets a good nap out of my, it. Every- my dogs, my dogs sit around the radio and they just stand there and they look up. Especially when Hal speaks, they get up on their hind legs and 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 um, it's like they're in a begging position. Do they howl, howl too? Um, sometimes they howl. Yeah, figures. When when Vlade comes on, they howl. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of which, he's working his way in the studio right now, and Stacy Cohen doing news. What are you working on, Stacy? Well, with the recent earthquake in Japan, now is a good time to remind everybody how to prepare to evacuate if you have to with a pet. So we've got some tips in case of an emergency Mm. or disaster on simple things that you can do to make sure that your pet is safe. And no more body scanners at the airport. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, yeah. How about a mouse to do that job? (laughs) Yeah. Out of Israel, we have bomb-sniffing mice. I'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. And the uh, phones seem to be lighting up right now for Joy Turner. What is it with you, Joy? You just make the phones go crazy every weekend. Before we even hit the air, you're well, making them you know, right. People tell me that they really want to understand their animals better. And when you think about it, anybody that lives with any kind of an animal and they love them, they actually want to do, they do, I can actually talk today, they do actually <laughs> want to understand them better they want to know them deeper and have a greater connection with them and that's what i help them do now what you do i could do too if i was open to it is that correct that's true everyone is born doing what i do to some degree or another Hal, you just really gotta open up yes 
I'm yeah, I would rather have my my um, advice um, given to me from Joy Dohal than 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 you. And you know, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> if uh, you want to connect with any one of the Dream Team here, you know, I use my life as a uh, measuring stick, and whatever I do, don't do. Let me serve as a lesson. Trust me, Hal. For you. Uh, those of us around the studio learned that lesson a long time ago. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Let's hit the phones right now. Hey, Larry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I have a lot of world-famous Russian dog wizard right here. How can we help you? Well, I have Hi, a Larry. question. How are you? Sure. Good, 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 Larry. Um, I have, I've had many dogs throughout my life, and the uh, okay. current dog I have is a standard poodle, which is absolutely the, the best dog I've ever had, ever. Um, and I'm thinking I about getting them. another dog. Um, mm-hmm. What can you tell me about the French Bulldog? Would that be a good mix they're, with my standard? They're dumb. <laughs> you know those Frenches, they like to talk too much and never shut up and bark, 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 you know. Uh, French's, uh, boy, uh, that was not my best choice. If you want to get from that part of the world, I would suggest go to the Boston Terrier. They're much better, much better. Okay, okay. Uh, the, you know, um, on the scale 1 to 10, uh, as far as uh, their um, uh, learning abilities, uh, I would put between 2 and 3 and just because I never seen, I never met number one. So, <laughs> so, so you know, don't take a chance. I met honestly with just one, two from my life, and uh, we turned them around into the nice pets. But I have, ch- I had chance to train them from the very beginning. Um, their biggest problem is aggression toward another pet. So if you, oh. even Boston Terrier can do that. Both of them very cute, very wonderful with humans and cats. Yeah. But uh, so if you get something from that part of the world, from that looks, you gotta make sure socialize it at the early stage. That's okay. that's very interesting, Clara. Uh, what state are you calling us from? Uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. I, it's a Midwest. It's at the, I'm from California, so you know that attitude people in California. So where is Nebraska? Is it between New York and California somewhere? Yeah, right in right in the middle. Okay, so, uh, you know, I worked in, in a few states in America, and uh, what I've seen, um, <clears throat> veterinarians, uh, basically in California, a little bit too apprehensive, a little bit working against us behaviorists. For some reason, I never met it in Texas, I never met it in Michigan, where veterinarians were um, suggesting uh, all the time their clients to socialize their puppies on the early stage. Because let's be be honest, if you did that puppy out, uh, out of highway and picked it from the proper breeder and that puppy were sucking mom's uh, milk, they're, they're immune to some degree. Nobody suggests when you get the new puppy, go to the dog park because it's still dangerous. The puppy at least needs to have a, at least a few vaccinations. But you can do many other things. You can uh, knock in your neighbor's cafe's house. Maybe she has like a stupid golden lab or lab who loves everyone and there is no harm for your puppy would be. Or some people who you know, you know, and even going something on sidewalk where you know not too many dogs, but people, you know, your neighbors and you 
know them, you know, yeah. stopping by, say hi to your dog, that would be advisable to do all the time because puppy goes for the critical stage of puppy developing, and if and and some that age related to the way how they're gonna look at the world and the socialize to another humans or dogs, and puppy are born on one side of the scale or another, some better socialized genetically. Not, not every right. puppy is created equally, you know. It's better to the humans and better some better to the dogs and it's never 50-50 and it's better after socialized to both. But Boston Terrier and French Bulldog if anything will go wrong that's going to go attack in attack mood for another dogs needs to have early socialization for another dogs. That would be my best advice. Okay, I appreciate your help. Thanks for your call, Larry. Great. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team at Animal Radio. Hey, it's not that I want to get out of here. It's that your dog, she wants some more Stella and Chewies. And I, frankly, have to give it to her because if I don't, I'll, I could lose a limb. She, she loves this stuff. And she liked that new flavor you've been feeding her, The too. surf and turf. That's, surf and turf. Yeah, it's beef and... Cod? Filet of fish? It's salmon and beef. Salmon and beef? Yes, yes. Good. I knew it says salmon and beef is good, and the cats like it, too. I know. But it's okay to feed the cats, though, yeah, right? she would. I don't have to worry about it, because she won't let them near the bowl. <laughs> hey, listen, you should check out Stella and Chewy's. It's, it's natural goodness for your dogs, made with raw USDA-inspected meat, naturally raised, no added hormones or antibiotics, and I'd love to send you a sample. Send me a self-addressed stamped envelope, the address over at the website at animalradio.com, and I'll send you back a sample of Stella and Chewies, or you can learn more about it at StellaandChewies.com. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Is your dog happiest when splashing around in a pool? Dog trainer Steve Dell says dog owners with pools should pool-proof their pets. He teaches dog owners how to train their dog to get out of the pool, saying a dog would naturally swim to shore in a lake but make it confused in a pool. They have to be taught where the stairs are. It sounds like a simple idea, but a dog can drown while panicking trying to get out of the pool. Dell suggests leading your dog into the pool by the stairs, then encouraging him to come back to you using the stairs to get out of the pool. It's also important to keep the pool gate closed to prevent accidental falls. For pets and humans alike, safety is an important part of having fun in a pool. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hey, this is Brian DeTillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives, and you're listening to Animal Radio. And please don't forget to have your pets spayed or neutered. That's my favorite saying from Bob Barker, by the way. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. We 
lots of food samples here at Animal Radio so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Feels like time's running out. Maxed out on your credit cards. Collection calls are coming every day and you're two payments behind on your mortgage. You need help. We're Credit Card Relief and we've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the dream team. Could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner. Susan Sims is with your pet travel stuff. Or Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here toll free. Hi, Judy. Hi, how are you? Doing good. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How can we help you? I got the great Dr. Debbie right here. Oh, good. I have a quick. I have a two-year-old English bulldog, and she has a red mange. And I've been treating her with the Promaris. It's a chicken flea medicine. Okay. And um, I was wondering if there's any more, any other like a natural way without medication for treating her for this. Um, well, there's definitely the most natural thing for a red mange is actually to do nothing. <laughs> and that sounds horrible. She, red mange. But then she gets all red and then her hair falls off. Okay, so obviously that's not a good solution for you. And I, and I say that's partly jokingly, but red mange, which is actually Demodex mites, um, in many cases is uh, will go away on its own. So in about 30 to 50% of cases, it'll go away on its own. If it doesn't, we really have to address other underlying causes. And it's basically a type of mite that can be passed with heredity. Um, and it also is affected... Yeah, exactly, from her mama. And it's also influenced very much by the pet's own immune system and their own ability to clear that. So for pets that have more generalized problem or more chronic problems, we really have to look at focusing on all those other ways that we can improve their overall immune status. So for female dogs, if she's not already spayed, she needs to be spayed because the hormones of... You did that already. Super. I did that a long time ago. Great, good. Now, for some pets, if we're not getting good control with something like Promaris, not everyone has super results with that. And 
in many cases, we'll use that every two weeks to every month to help treat the demodectic mange. And if that doesn't do it on its own, don't feel bad. In many cases, we'll have to add in other things. Now, in your question to natural remedies, probably not anything simple that's going to treat the mange by itself, but more to kind of support her immune status. So I would really look at other things, whether we need to use something like ivermectin along with the promeris. Um, for some pets, um, we can try a medication interceptor, which is a different flea tick medicine, um, and that might be of some use. But we also want to look at this immune support. And so sometimes things like probiotics, which can help support the immune health of the gut, that can be very important. And then also making sure we're looking for other disease processes in the body. Uh, we test for thyroid disease. We test the blood for other issues that might be present and then treat those because that will have an effect of improving the immune support of the body and then thereby helping the red mange. So it's kind of kind of more of a cascading effect of all these other things that can influence the pet um, with the red mange. And uh, the other thing is that many, many times with um, a lot of different types of mange, they have bacterial infections in the skin. So we have to get them on courses of that to treat the secondary okay. effects of all that. So has, has that kind of been your, your battle cry of what's been going on here? Well, 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 my thing is, she. I give her the Promaris, and I only give it to her probably, uh, probably every three to four months. It's okay. not and all the time. Okay, and that and I would I, say is, and I don't dip her. Okay, every three to four months is definitely not frequent enough to effectively treat the mite. So, if that's the purpose, is to treat the mite, you're you're not getting anywhere close to that. You're treating more for fleas and ticks with that. Well, what so, I noticed is when. When I when I give it to her, she it's when she barely starts to to turn the pink, where I could barely start seeing it. So then, mm-hmm. as soon as I give it to her, she's fine for another three to four months. So it's like I yeah. think it's coming on, but I didn't want to give it to her so much because I mean it's just it smells horrible, and I didn't know yeah. if it could cause any damage to her also. Yeah, and, and definitely I understand all of those concerns, and, and we don't like to use products if we don't have to, but yeah. if you're only using a, a partially of what it's just prescribed for, then we're only doing okay. our part of the good, and this is unusual. Okay. We see this with ear infections and skin conditions in dogs, that if you only do things for a short period of time and don't follow it through as prescribed, you're going to have relapses of, of, uh, of problems, and that I think is what you're probably dealing with here. So before I'd say you're having a failure of Promeris not controlling this, I'd say we want to make sure you're, you're being diligent on following those um, instructions by your veterinarian, and then perhaps doing these other things, looking at other underlying immune problems, and and then uh-huh. maybe adding in a, a secondary medication, such as oral ivermectin, which we can use um, along with that. So um, okay. you might just need to step up the game. And, you know, I, I understand you want a natural remedy, but if we're not yeah. getting where we need to, I, I think you really got to take the bull by the horns and, and, and get control of this. So, okay. Well, hers, isn't really, hers, doesn't, hers doesn't really get very, very severe. That's why I try to keep it under control as, as soon as I see it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was just wondering, you know, because I don't let it get to the point where it gets that bad. Yeah, I understand. And, you know, it's okay. kind of your choice. You know, you can go through these cycles of ups and downs, and, and, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, it, in many cases it may clear with time. But uh, if okay. it's not doing that, you really got to step up to the treatment regimen and really tackle this appropriately. That's all I can say. Okay. And, and okay? is this like a permanent that she would have to be on all the time? 
Well, not typically. Um, there are some dogs that can have some chronic demodex problems, but I'd say they're more a function of us as the humans in not treating it effectively for a long enough duration. So that would be the t- number one uh, reason why I would have a chronic demodex. There are pets that we have chronic problems with, but I always look back at the human end of things and blame us first. Either you know we don't have the right treatment regimen or we're not yeah. staying faithful to what we're supposed to be doing. So um, look inside yourself. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. I'm looking. I can't find anything. Okay. Time for the Dodge Journey Pet Destinations. Places that you want to take your animal, your dog, your cat. As I told you, we started this specifically as a dog contest, but we're not specious. We want to know where you take your animal that's uh, their favorite place. At 1-866-405-8405. Once a week, we'll feature a special destination. And I'm going, I'm just going to eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Going to line four. And who is this? Hi. I'm on, line, I'm on line four. You're on line four. I bet you didn't know that, did you? No, I had absolutely no idea. I would have tried line five then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who is this? My name is Mark, and actually I live in southeastern Wisconsin. Cheese state. That's a cheese state, isn't it? Yes, the it Packers. is. That's all I think of is cheese when I think Wisconsin. Mark, no disrespect. No, that's fine, and, and my dogs love cheese. Cheese is good. There's a great, uh, so I'm in southeastern Wisconsin, I'm near Burlington, Wisconsin, so it's uh, kind of rural, but uh, there's a really nice dog park here, and it's, boy, they put a fancy name on it, it's called Burlington Dog Park. Burlington Dog Park. Now, is it, uh, what makes it such a good dog park? No dog poop to step in, people clean it up, what, uh, does it have activities? Uh, Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's none there, but it's because uh, it's fairly cold in the winter, uh, and it's really nice to get the dogs out then, like like now during the summer, and there's a lot of open fields, and it's right next to the Fox River, so if you got a dog that likes to slap around in some yuck and swampy and mud stuff, uh, <laughs> it's a great place, um, and there's just a lot of open areas there, and I've never noticed any problems with ticks or anything like that, so that's kind of nice. Okay, okay. Do you have a lot of ticks? in Wisconsin? I would imagine that's kind of a place that would have lots of ticks. Yeah, there is. So I, I know that when I take my dogs to areas that I'm unfamiliar with, I always check them, and I'm lucky because they're short hairs, so I can I can pretty much go through them quickly. But, uh, and I live on a little lake, and, and there's some other little beach areas, and it's really nice if you can take your dog to a beach area where there's not a lot of people and then kind of let the dogs wade. So I keep them on a leash, and I can coax them into the water a little bit then, too. What kind of dogs? Yeah. Sounds like you have a lot. Uh, I got a couple different ones. I, I, I like to help out the uh, uh, Milwaukee area domestic animal control, and I foster dogs. So <laughs> I, I get the little ones, little chihuahuas and minpins and rat terriers, and they actually like the water. They they don't want to go in the deep water, but if you let them wade, just let them kind of walk in. They can splash around. They have a good time. Okay. See, I, like, wow. I like the little dogs myself. I'm Me a little too. dog guy. They're so much easier to take care of. They're more. <laughs> fun. Oh, and and if you step in it, it's not that big of a deal. That's what I'm saying. Not that the animal there poops. <laughs> Of course, yes. Oh, naturally. Okay, the Burlington Dog Park, and this is in Burlington, Wisconsin, did you say? Yes, yes. And you just uh, you have to make sure that uh, the dogs are vaccinated. But nobody's ever there checking. I, I suppose I shouldn't say that. Yeah, no, okay. don't say that. Well, make that's, sure your uh, dogs are vaccinated. This week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination. Thanks, Mark. Hold on a second. We're going to hook you up with some prizes for the dogs. Of course, you know it because I've told you over and over, the Dodge Journey, they've won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award. 
because of their fold-down stain resistant seat and perhaps their chill zone glove box, their cooler for drinks and the multiple storage options with removable washable liners. Gotta love it. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. You know, that didn't make me sound like I wanted to go there. I mean, you know, said swampy and cold in the winter. But the dogs like that. Don't you understand that? That's what the dogs, it's really what the dogs want. I'm going to tell you something. I should win. And I'll tell you why. Because remember I said last week that, um, the dogs, the best place the dogs like to go is my car. And I drive a Dodge. I drive a Dodge Charger besides. So my favorite place, Dodge, this is Joey (laughs) Vahani speaking, is his Dodge Hemi Charger. And the dogs love to go in. It's their favorite place. So if you want to pick a winner, look this way. Let's see if my Hemi's faster than your Hemi. No, I got a faster Hemi. Ah, I doubt it. Well, is that another sexual time. innuendo? No, okay. we're talking about Hemi. Well, Hal's, head, Hal's head is in the gutter. I today, know, you know, Hal. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it the dogs relate to this vehicle? What kind of tip are you looking for? I, I got a good tip today. I got a good tip. Apparently, the fleas down in the southeast um, area, you know, the Florida area, the Georgia area, are they're running tough. rampant. Yes. Yeah, they're and a different I've, breed. I've been getting a lot of calls because people have been. Um, the front line and stuff is not working as much because they get used to it. Yeah. So what's happening is, is they're looking for alternative um, products without pesticides. So Ooh. we're going to talk about alternative free pest control, parasite control. Oh, you're going to want to get huh. your notes out today. Joey Volani on the way. Stacy, what are you working on? Wow, what's this world coming to? Pigs are feasting on caviar in Russia. And then we've got the age-old question. Why did the chicken cross the road? Well, Hmm. nobody knows in Phoenix, but there's about five of them that keep going through this neighborhood, and nobody knows what to do about it. We'll tell you more coming up on Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Pigs in Russia's Far East can now be found working their way through 13 and a half tons of red caviar. While the caviar is very nutritious and rich in vitamins, not to mention expensive, that's not the reason for the feast. Apparently, back in October, authorities confiscated this giant serving of salmon eggs because it was infected with this deadly bacteria. An employee at a local fish factory caught dysentery and then infected the caviar. Well, the caviar was meant to be sold to shops in the region, but because because of the dysentery, they couldn't do that. And pigs apparently don't suffer from the disease. So they said, hey, let's give it to Mikey the pig and see if he'll eat it. And Mikey liked it. So now these pigs are going hog wild with it. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> okay, no groaning. Is your teen a couch potato? There's a new study suggesting the family dog might be able to help out. Researchers had 618 kids who ranged in age from 12 to 16 wear accelerometers for a week so they could measure their physical activity. Well, half the families had dogs, the other half didn't. And the study showed that kids and families with dogs got about 32.1 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise a day, while those without dogs got only 29 and a half minutes. Not a whole lot of difference, but uh, Dr. Antoinette Yancey, who wrote the book Instant Recess, How to Build a Fit Nation for the 21st Century, thinks that they need a little more research. Sometimes these little clues that you get from a small study can actually build into something that's very meaningful, she said. We already know a few things about the impact of pets on health. We know pets are good for older people. They're good for lowering blood pressure and a variety of other reasons. So if they're good for physical activity, all the better. Another big fish story. Millions of dead sardines covered King Harbor Marine in Redondo Beach, prompting a massive cleanup operation. Redondo Beach fire spokesman Steve Heineck believes that the fish were looking for shelter due to a recent strong wind and apparently died from a lack of oxygen. He said there were millions of fish that got so far back into the harbor where there isn't a good surge and they started consuming the oxygen in the water. About 150 people are involved in the cleanup effort. It could take up to two weeks currently looking for volunteers to help with the effort and probably something with the smell too it's the age-old question why did the chicken cross the road and nobody knows why chickens are crossing the road in one phoenix arizona neighborhood local officials say their hands are tied when it comes to solving this mystery residents say the wandering flock of about five chickens travels among houses scaling fences eating grass and generally just causing a big nuisance maricopa county officials say state law only authorizes them to control cats and dogs but not chickens so while the city says it has no laws on the books to deal with wayward fowl one county official says they may call on farm groups that may be interested in trapping the chickens I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. one 405-8405 to connect with Animal Radio. And any one of the dream team here. And uh, here, pass me a donut, will you? No one's sharing donuts with me anymore here. Joey, you especially. I think you've had your share of it. No, you didn't get jelly. I'm, I'm a jelly donut guy. <laughs> well, you're eating all the donuts today. Let's take another one for Vlade. We have Bob on the phone. Hey, Bob. How you doing? Good. Hey. Hey. Good, We're good, in good, the crowded side of Louisville, Kentucky, where it's a nasty day today. Oh, to me, your sounds from Kentucky. That's what I noticed. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a, you have a very profound. You have a very profound accent. <laughs> yep. Little, originally, originally from New York. Ah, New Jersey? <laughs> or no, New actually York? New York City. New York City. Okay. It's better. It's better. Okay, Bob. So what's the, what, what is the dilemma? What is your problem, Bob? We've got a, um, we have two beautiful English bulldogs. And we've, they're about five or six years old. And about a year ago, we adopted a boxer because uh, it was actually a client of ours who had uh, had actually bought the boxer. It was in distress, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we had ended up adopting it. 
these days, what happens, we've seen, as the dog, the boxer's getting older, about a year or so old now, the, uh, the bulldogs don't like the boxer all the time. And sometimes the boxer will go wanting to play. She hits the back end of one of the bulldogs, and the bulldog starts growling. The boxer immediately goes into an attack mode, basically straddles the English bulldog, and there's a, not a fighting fight, but there's growling and, and snipe, basically sniping at each other. How do we okay. handle that? And uh, and bulldogs at the same as a gender? Uh, both they're all the same. They're all girls. The bulldogs are sisters, born the same litter. And boxer is the is the girl too? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's Bob. I have to. T I hate to tell you, but that was the biggest mistake of the life. Because fighting among the bitches is the worst in the world. I mean, I yes, you should never ever to get more than one bitch in the at, at the household. Okay. Otherwise, you'll have a big, big problem. If somebody called me and just say, have a two females fighting, I, and I known for, for train untrainable. You cannot believe how many rescues I'm working with. I'm, I'm very serious. I'm sometimes funny on the radio, but boy, I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm like an ultimate plastic surgeon, working under, under different trainers and always delivering the results. And I very doubt if I can deliver any results when it comes to the fighting between two girls, because they don't even threatening to each other, they fight, they, they just spark momentarily and fight to death. Um, so this is the really, really big problem here. Um, you know, uh, the best what you can do in this particular situation, if no, if you don't have a casualties yet, if you didn't have a stitches yet, so there is some hope. And this hope, you, uh, if, if I were you, I would momentarily would be checking website, um, I would say um, International Association of Canine Professionals in your area, and my 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 job is never done. You know, people calling to me all the time, even as I am on the radio. So you know, as a popular Vladi is. So anyway, and I would get my mentally trainer inside of your house. Uh, classes will not help you. You want to make sure you got to get a really in-home professional trainer who come in and help you have a complicated situation. What I would do if I were you, if, if I would working do working dogs with you, I would just come in and I would get three crates and I would break that pack and I would train one dog at a time with the collar and leash. I would establish myself as indisputable leader. At least I would implement lesson number one, which is showed on the video. If you can visit animalradio.com, there is a video. Section that would I do with one dog at a time, and after that I would work with two dogs at a time, especially with uh, fighters. So my remember one thing that will maybe help you: S like a humans sleeping together, eating together, and working together creates social bond. I would put the crates side by side; they would sleep together in the crates. I would make them eating together, everyone feeding in the crate, eating at the same time, and I would work with them two dogs at a time while I am proficient with one dog at a time. That would be help in the big way. But I suggest you to get professional because if you don't listen to me now, you will pay the price down the road. You have a serious situation. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. Thank you. 
1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. If you're traveling to Miami, take your pet along and stay at the Epic Hotel. Just one of over 50 hotels that are 100% pet friendly with zero fees and no size or weight limits. Find out more, more about Kimpton Hotels by calling 1-888-Kimpton, K-I-M-P-T-O-N. Hey, it's Vinny Penn, your resident party animal, coming to you on Animal Radio. Uh, hope you're having a great day. I know I am. friend of mine just uh, got a new dog uh, after his passed away, uh, his loyal sidekick for many, many, many years. I knew he was going to bounce back fairly quick. For, for me, it, you know, it, it took some time. Um, but he's uh, went and got a rescue dog, which uh, several people I know have done lately. And I just think this is a wonderful program. And he showed me uh, picking out the dog uh he he had filmed on his cell phone as he was going to the area where all of the rescue dogs were, and they were being led into this one area at the, the same time. And for those of you, there's no one listening to animal radio who doesn't know what a rescue dog is. It was great for uh, for me to learn about. It wasn't something I learned about until a few years ago, and a lot of people probably don't know. So for those of you who may not know, or please pass on. A lot of people don't know about rescue dogs. There are dogs who are, you know, taking out, taken out of a bad situation, uh, or taking out of really quote no situation at all. Um, so you're you're essentially you're rescuing a dog. This isn't you going and looking in the newspaper and finding, you know, uh, a new litter uh, and waiting the subsequent two weeks to bring home an adorable little puppy. This is a dog that's been through something. So. Um, Rescue dog, just a great situation. Rescue pet, that is. Uh, but he showed me the videotape of his, of the dogs being led into the area. And, uh, it was quite comical because all these dogs kind of come running in. I'm like, oh, show me which one. He's like, not yet. Not yet. And then in the end, there's just this one that comes in real kind of slow, like, these guys are no fun and I'm bored by all of them. Um, but okay, if we're going to get let in, see who gets picked today. And I said to him, well, why did you go? Is, is he old? And he's like, no, nah, I just wanted one that was mellow, man. Just wanted one that was mellow. And uh, every phone call that I've had with him since, the, the footage was hilarious. I saw it over the holidays. Every time he lives in Los Angeles, and I, of course, I'm right outside New York. Every phone call I've had with him ever since, at one point during the call, I hear, Will you stop? Please stop chewing that. And I think, uh, I actually say, uh, not as mellow as that uh, cell phone video suggested, is he? But nonetheless, uh, Verbeek has found a home. And uh, rescue pets, take it from me, Vinny Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine... 
Try Natural Balance. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your ADT dealer, at 1-877-526-1133. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-877-526-1133. installation charge. 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now. 1-877-526-1133. That's 1-877-526-1133. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush pets, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. You're listening to Animal Radio. Let's take a call for animal communicator Joey Turner. We have James on the phone. Hey, James. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Fresno, California. Oh, listening um, on uh, Kino, huh? Yes, kind of, uh, 9.40 a.m. It's a strong station. So what's going on? You want to talk to your animal? I would like to, yes. And can you tell me who you'd like to talk to? I would like to talk to uh, uh, O.J. Torres. And what kind of an animal is O.J.? He was a, a black Pomeranian. Okay. I got him about the time. I got him about the time of the O.J. trial. That's why I called him O.J. Okay. And you said was? Does that mean he's passed on? Yes, he's he's passed on. He's passed on about uh, going on four years now, and I I miss him dearly, and I just want to know if he's doing okay, and and if you know that I miss him, I love him dearly. Okay, he says, and he he's very perky in my head. He says he wants you to know that every time you think about him, or every time your heart goes out to him, he so totally gets that. He absolutely knows every time you think about him or talk about him or to him. He said you can't talk to him too much. He'll just keep talking to you as long as you want him to. So okay. he says, and he is fine, by the way. So okay. he doesn't want you to have any concerns or worries about him. Oh, great, great, great. Um, I have a... Where I worked at, uh, this lady, she draws, uh, she's a real artist with animals. And she drew a, a, a picture for me of him. And I got it on my cell phone. And it has OJ Taurus, and I'll never take it off as far as I have this cell phone. But um, usually she charges like about $175 for, for a painting like that or a drawing, and she gave it to me for free. Oh, that's lovely. 
Yes, it is. It, and um, it touched me very much. And uh, I just wanted to know that I miss him. He says he does know that. And he doesn't know what to tell you other than, so you must not have gotten another dog? No, I haven't. He wants you to. There, there is, my ex-wife, she has a dog that I'm very close with, but uh, as of right now, I don't want to get another pet because I don't want the same thing to happen, like with OJ passing away on me again. He said, well, yes, but in the meantime, you're miserable. Yeah. So he's rather be happy for a while and miserable for a little while than miserable forever. I think I'll be happy once I see him again, once I have fun. He says, okay, but know that you have his blessings to get someone else to love and to love you. Okay. Okay. Thank you Thanks for your call, James. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. Uh, when the violins enter the studio, you know it's time for Joey Volani's Tip of the Week, brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. You can get 25% off your entire purchase. I'm going to give you a promo code in just one second here. You're not going to find this promo code online anywhere else except where I tell you right now. It's Radio SPP. Radio SPP. You put that in before you start shopping, you'll get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com. Look for the Animal Radio logo right there on the front page at SeniorPetProducts.com. Don't be fooled by the name, by the way. It's some good stuff for even the young pets and some just good information yeah great website check it out seniorpetproducts.com and don't forget the radio code radio spp joey volani welcome how are you doing i'm doing you know people think that that's a recording they don't realize that i walk around with with a violin player and every every um, place i enter they you know they they play that music you're multi-talented you know (laughs) yes i walk in with my own violin player anyway we're going to talk about alternative pest control. Now, I know I've, I've, I've touched on this subject, but people want to know, you know, how does it work and, 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 and what can I do? And I'm going to give you the best flea prevention, or I shouldn't say prevention because it's not a prevention. It, 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 it'll kill the fleas. It won't prevent them. So if your pet has fleas, dog or cat, the best thing to do is use a degreaser. Now, how? What's a good degreaser? Don? Dish detergent okay. that's safe. Okay. okay. Because you don't want to go and you don't want to get a spray degreaser like Fantastic or something like that. That's toxic. Dish detergent is non toxic. And um, Dawn dish detergent actually works best. So what you want to do is, is take a quarter cup of dish detergent to a gallon of water. Now, 
don't wet the pet because what's going to happen is see how do, did you ever wonder why how come I can I can dunk my dog in water keep them there and the fleas will still live all did you ever time. wonder that I all the, I always wonder that I stay up n- nights yeah. wondering that yes well listen I'm gonna I'm gonna see that now you're gonna be able to sleep good because what happens is fleas have a oil coating on their shell. Ah. And what they'll do is they, from that oil coating, it repels water. And it almost encapsulates them, um, encapsulates them in a bubble of air. That's how they can live. So we have to break that. We gotta break that down. So why using the dish detergent, what'll happen is it breaks the oil barrier. Uh oh. Now, Uh-oh. fleas now are susceptible, and they will drown, and they will die, and you'll be able to float them away. It's funny because this method, Uh-oh. I think, works better than most flea shampoos. So, Was you know, that your imitation know. of a flea being, uh, its life being shattered? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know. What, I think that was a flea, actually, on the line. But anyway... Um, that's that's what happens. Start with the neck first. Work the head. Remember, your pets have eyes. So don't get in their eyes. Okay. Work it down the back. Let it sit three minutes. Rinse it off. They're all floating away. Alternative pest-free control Ooh. from the dog father. Gotta love it. Good stuff. All these tips over at the uh, website at animalradio.com. And uh, cue the violins, please. Thank you very much. Joey Volani leaving the studio now. Here at Animal Radio. Don't forget, you can get in touch with all of us at 1-866-405-8405. Those phones open all week long. If we're uh, not there to answer it, we have voicemail. We make your calls. We call back. every Everybody that calls, we call back. I want you to know a lot of shows do that, but we do that. If you can also email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. Hey, Jeannie. Hey, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Roanoke, Virginia. It's a beautiful place. Spent a little time there. I got the doctor here, Dr. Denny. What's going on? Hi. Hi. I am owned by a cat. Who is oh, 10 years at old. least you can admit it. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> he has me very well trained. I walk on my end of the leash. It works really well for us. Um, he drools more than the basset hounds I've owned in my life. Oh, and in I what don't situations? Know if this is a normal thing, because it seems to be getting that he drools more than he used to, and okay. it's just really weird. <laughs> so, what context? When is he doing this drooling behavior? When he's happy, when he's being petted and purring, and it just sits and drips <laughs> off of him, and then he slobbers it all over the place, just like a dog does. Oh yes, yes. So, <laughs> if this behavior is happening when he's in a content emotional state. We kind of call these guys happy droolers. And um, in most cases, it's a completely normal response. It's just a parasympathetic response that they have when they're in a happy place. Um, okay. To, to stop it, I don't know. He's a happy guy. This is his way of telling you. That I guess the challenge I would have it would be that, you know, if you wake up and you've got a big spittle of drool about to fall on your face, it would remind me of me and my yeah. brother when we were kids and you try to spit on each other, you know, yeah. spit in you. Yeah, so yeah. That, yeah, we have that would be that. what I would think of. But, you know, the other things, the other concerns that I have when we have a really drooly kitty, because it's not as common, like you say, you know, we're not a basset hound, an English bulldog, cats. So some other concerns we have with excessive drooling are nausea, 
uh, dental disease and like respiratory infections, things like that. But one of the dental concerns that in many cases that I'll look at, um, and if you haven't had his teeth looked at recently, I would encourage it because we can see a problem called root lesions, uh, which are basically the closest thing would be like cavities in humans where cats can get these holes in the enamel of their teeth and that can cause some pain and uh, other issues going on. So that could potentially uh, lead to more drooling than we might uh, tend to see or, you know, other causes of tummy upset. Okay. Um, but, you know, I'd say if if we tend to do this only in those situations when he's happy, uh, you, you just got a drooler on your, uh, <laughs> your hands and you're going to need yeah, a bib. Just continue to tell him I love him drooly, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Janine, thank you so much for your call today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. 1-866-405-8405. I'm a happy drooler. Yes, you are. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Remember, you can email us all week long at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com or call us. We have a voicemail attached to 1-866-405-8405. See you next week. Bye. This is Animal Art Radio Network.